And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Uh, I'm coming! Keep your hair on! Oh, Sarah, what are you doing here and why have you got Bianca with you? Good evening, Sharon. Could I come in for a chat, please? Uh, yeah, of course. What's going on? Mum, I didn't do anything. Nobody's saying you did, Bianca. Uh, so if you reckon my daughter's done nothing wrong, why are you here in uniform? What's Bianca done? I told you, Mum, I've done nothing. It can't be nothing if you've been brought home by the police. Bianca's telling the truth. She didn't commit an offence, but she was with a group of youngsters caught shoplifting in the precinct. I didn't steal anything. I tried to stop them. The perpetrators were searched, taken to the station and cautioned. I agreed to bring Bianca home. Why didn't you just let her go? She could have walked home. I wanted to make sure you knew what had happened. Bianca has so much potential. I don't want her to ruin it by getting involved with these people. And who are these people? They're from the Addington. They fund their drug and alcohol use with low-level crime. If Bianca continues to associate with them, they'll reel her in. No one could make me steal. Supposing someone had slipped a lipstick into your bag, we'd have thought you'd have stolen it. And you'd have been cautioned too. These people can be very devious. Oh, well, thanks for warning me, Sarah. I promise you won't need to come here again. That's good to hear, Sharon. Okay, I'll be off. Good night. Mum, I'm really sorry. It's okay, B. I'm not going to scream and shout, but I do want you to listen to me. I'm listening. You're old enough now to make your own decisions. I'm not going to say every day, who did you go out with? What did you do? Thanks, Mum. And to be fair, you've never nagged me. And I don't intend to start now, even though it will break my heart if you waste your life hanging around with that crowd. I'm not going to waste my life. Well, that's good to know. You've achieved so much. Your A-level results, your radio programme, your job at Circle of Life and your college place. Don't throw it all away trying to fit in with people who don't care about you. I get it, Mum. <gasps> I wish somebody cared about me. Oh, they will. I, I know it's rough when you're Billy No Mates, but if you just keep doing what you do, real friends will show up like they did for your godmother. Auntie Lou, she's lovely. I didn't know she had problem-making friends. She did. People were mean to her because she was mixed race. Things were different back then. She used to cry in the toilets at the warehouse where we worked, and I'd give her a hug and tell her to ignore those low lowlifes. But isn't she, like, really rich now? Yeah. Once she got comfortable with herself, she started to fly. She went to uni and became an investment banker. Oh, when you got your scholarship, 
she paid for your school uniform every year. That was kind of her. Yeah, it was. Remember, B, friends aren't people you get drunk with. Real friends, like me and Lou, have each other's back. You'll make real friends too, B. Thanks, Mum. You're the best. Hi, Mario. Hmm, something smells good, Sam. Beef in red wine, followed by tiramisu, to show how much I love you. Great, I could get used to this. Should be ready in ten. How about a glass of wine while I tell you what I've decided? Sounds ominous. What have you decided? I've decided that I'm okay to try for a baby. Oh, that's wonderful. We get to be a proper family. Come here. How come you changed your mind? I spoke to mum. She said being a young mother's a good thing because you've got a lot more energy for your kids. So you're just doing what Charlotte thinks is right? No, I want us both to enjoy this baby while we're young. You'll be a great dad. And you'll be a brilliant mum. And a successful musician. I know I can do both. Really? We can afford for you to give up work. No need. I'd never want to be a stay-at-home mum. I'm sure you'll feel different once the baby's born. Here's your coffee, Laura. Oh, thanks, Chantelle. So, are you worried about your wedding? Not long to go now? No, I'm not worried. In fact, I can't wait. You've not said how that palm reading went with Mystic Mole. It was a tarot card reading. Oh, whatever. Did she predict what married life has in store for you? Yes, but I'm ignoring her so-called predictions. I've never heard such rubbish. Oh, what did she say? Well, I got the Empress card first, which means I'm a nice person. Then the something of pentangles, which supposedly means Alistair's only interested in my money. As if. Then the two of cups, meaning I'll have a fairy tale wedding. Although the moon, my last card, apparently means something's not right. Hmm, that's weird. I thought fortune tellers only predicted positive stuff. <laughs> not Moll. Anyway, she could see I was upset, so she offered to do a reading for Alistair to put my mind at rest. Without him being there? She said he didn't need to be present, but it was a really bad idea. Why? What happened? Alistair got the Ace of Wands, which shows he has lots of drive and likes to get his own way. Then the King of Cups, meaning he's very charming, when he wants to be. Then we had some Pentangle cards, supposedly showing he's only interested in my money. And then death, which means our relationship won't last. Sounds like she's got a down on Alistair. Yes, but she's wrong. He's not like that. So what did you do? I walked out. I don't need that. Doesn't it worry you or make you have second thoughts? No, it's all superstitious nonsense. I'm sorry Sharon persuaded me to go. Oh, hi, sweetheart. It's your bestie, Trevor. Uh, how's life in Haggisland? 
damp, but we're back on schedule. Oh, good to hear. Look, I've been doing some digging about Alistair's ancestral seat and phoned up castles. Definitely the place. Oh, absolutely. I had a little chat, or should that be a wee blether with Duncan, who says Alistair's always bragging to him about his family's estate called Phonab and his Highland roots. Interesting. Phonab's a five-star hotel these days. Oh, well, Duncan didn't mention that. Oh, I'm surprised Alistair never told him. You'd think he would have, seeing as he claims to be such a businessman. Oh, I suppose it's a family business. Oh, but you'd expect him to be involved somehow. Exactly. Sounds a bit suspicious if you ask me. Oh, certainly does. I'm looking forward to meeting the locals. I wonder what they'll have to say about Alistair. Oh, they'll think it's an amazing coincidence. I thought you know the lad. If he really is the lad. Oh, let's see. So no chance of mates' rates at the hotel? We're not staying there. Not on our budget. We're in a chalet down by the lock. Oh, shame. Oh, you should have released your inner diva. I still can, darling. Look, thanks for asking Duncan about Alistair. The scotch mist is getting murkier and the plot thickens. Oh, indeed. Who knows what skeletons would emerge from the cupboard? Thank you, Colchester, and good night. Should we go back out, Mario? Nah, Tommy. Twice is enough. You're right, Ryan. We don't want to milk it, and anyway, Sam's in the ladies. Hello, guys. Where's Sam? Little girl's room, Matt. Here she comes. Hello, gorgeous. Now, as you know, I don't often big you up, but I must say, tonight was a great performance. Thankfully, you're back on form. Yeah, nice backhand compliment. Of course, dude. This is Matt we're talking about. Sam, you were amazing. The audience loved you. Mario and Ryan, good, precise playing. Tommy, nice, solid job on drums. Thanks, Matt. I reckon this calls for a celebration. What have you got in mind? Well, the nightlife in Colchester is meant to be banging. Let's check it out. Uh, who's in? Not me. Got to run. People to see. Deals to do. Take it easy, Tommy. Matt's right. Also, you've got to help load the gear first. Well, that, that's Dave's job. One roadie can't do it on his own. Whatever. We do need more crew now we're playing bigger venues. I'll speak to Matt. Good luck with that. How about after we've loaded... Who's going to hit the town? Oh, count us out. We're getting an early night. Me too. I'm partied out. I'll go on my own then, you sad axe. Don't get too wrecked, Tommy. Listen to yourself, Ryan. You're so boring. Season 6, episode 97 was written by Helen Cooley and 98, Tim Latham. Sharon was played by Vicky Marchant. Sarah Jilly Young, the anchor Amelia Billington, Sam Chloe Fagan Webb, Mario Tony Irving, Chantelle Becky Zarati, Laura Carol Hooper, Trevor Neil Arthur, Doreen Colette Parker, Matt Mark Cherry, Mario Tony Irving, Ryan Stewart Nunn, and Tommy Pete Warman. 
post-production engineer Sue Rodwell-Smith, Sounds Wavelength Sound Library and freesound.org. Hunsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.